When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All aboard the train to Cougar Town. There are 24 hot young men. All of them are excited today, older women. Age is just a number. All right, to rock the cradle. The train leaves just before dark. Hope will spark in darkness. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Monday, December 5th. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. A combatant Santa Claus couldn't dethrone Queen Ramonda and the Wakandians rule at the box office. The Black Panther sequel, Wakanda Forever, retained its number one spot atop the domestic and global box office for a fourth week in a row. Wakanda Forever earned an extra $17.5 million across North American theaters this weekend, pulling in $393.7 million overall since its November 11th theatrical debut. Worldwide, it's grossed an estimated $733 million. Violent Night, a holiday action comedy that stars David Harbour as as a gritty St. Nick who rescues a wealthy family held hostage by mercenaries on Christmas Eve, followed in second place with a jolly good $13.3 million debut. The star-studded animated film Strange World, which features voice work from Jake Gyllenhaal, Dennis Quaid, and others, followed behind at number three. It earned an additional $4.9 million during its second week at the box office. Elsewhere, the horror food satire The Menu and war film Devotion once again rounded out the top five with an extra $3.5 million and $2.8 million, respectively. Theo James is finally ready to talk about the elephant in the room, his self-described ginormous prosthetic penis for the White Lotus. The actor, who's been the talk of the internet since the show's first episode, in which his Playboy character Cameron gets naked to change into a swimsuit, confirmed on The Tonight Show that he was sporting a fake pee-pee, as he jokingly calls it, for the scene. And yeah, he was flabbergasted by its size, too. Have a listen. When that scene comes up, you go, oh, I got this, yeah. Yeah, I was just like, Jesus Christ, I'm up for it. Uh, no, the truth of it was, so, you know, you go into these scenes and you have a conversation with the director and the producers and they go, okay, for this, we're going to use a prosthetic, we're going to use something. And you say, okay, that sounds good. And they say, so it okay. is a prosthetic. It's a, yeah, it's a peepee prosthetic. Thank Goodness. <laughs> wow. It's a PP. Yeah, exactly. That makes so many men feel so good well, right exactly. now. <laughs> so, but I'll tell you the story because, um, so, you know, they, it, you have a conversation and the lovely Rebecca, who was the, uh, the makeup designer, comes up and she's uh -huh. like, you know, this is what they want to do, but obviously we want to have some input. Sure. So I said, honestly, I just want it not to be distracting. He needs to be regular Joe because the scene's about... You know, it's not about the pee-pee, it's about power play and sex, it's about, it's about you know, yeah, whether, whether he did it deliberately or whether it was an accident and what that means and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And she says, I got you, I got you. <laughs> Regular Joe. Regular Joe. Yeah, okay, cool. So we get to set and she's got like 
a, a hammer or something. Like, I mean, it's bigger than that. It's like she stole it off a donkey in the field. I mean, the thing is ginormous, and me and the director, Mike White, are sitting there going, that's average, isn't it? <laughs> We're like, wow. calling our respective partners, being like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so, okay, good. Yeah, so it, it was nine inches flaccid and about four inches wide. And we're like, what the hell is that? My goodness. Anyway, while chatting with EW in November, James revealed that the final scene audiences saw of him and his prosthetic pee-pee included a much more toned-down performance than what was initially in the script. The White Lotus finale is this Sunday on HBO. While making her Saturday Night Live hosting debut this weekend, Nope star Kiki Palmer revealed some big news. Have a listen to this from her monologue. Especially glad to be here though, because there's some rumors going around. People have been in my comments saying Kiki's having a baby, Kiki's pregnant, and I want to set the record straight. I am. internet spread rumors about you, y'all, but it's even worse when they're correct. I mean, like, I was trying so hard to keep it on the down low because I got a lot of stuff going on. You know, people kept coming up to me, congratulations. I'm like, shh, can y'all stop? I got a liquor sponsorship on the line. Left the check clear, then we can get to the damn baby shower. So officially, congratulations. You can see that full monologue and a recap of the episode at EW.com. And Los Espookies is shutting its doors. HBO has canceled the comedy after two seasons. Julio Torres, Ana Fabrega, and Fred Armisen created the show, which followed a group of oddball friends who turned their passion for horror into a bizarre new business. For more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. As Madonna once said, get into the groove, boy, you've got to prove your love to me. That's exactly what the boys on our number three pick will be doing. Hulu's new reality dating series, Back in the Groove, brings a group of 20-something male hotties to an island, sans shirts and inhibitions, all in the pursuit of love. Sound familiar? Well, here's the catch. They're vying for the attention of three women all over the age of 40. Steph, Brooke, and Sparkle are done with the tired old dating pool they've been in for years and are ready to really freshen things up. But not long after the champagne starts flowing, one of the contestants reveals a twisted secret to us. Take a listen to EW's exclusive clip. Who's your favorite right now? Coming to the Groove Hotel, you know, I came in here with a pretty big secret. I thought Sparkles had a really good, like, personality. Yeah, bro, and her personality's good, uh, up there. I haven't caught that yet, but my introduction with Brooke was solid. It's weird keeping the secret from the guys. Like, it's just, like, because they have no idea who I am. What about you, Tasha? Steph? Why? She's beautiful, bro. She's gorgeous. Yeah, you saw the body, right? <laughs> One of these women is my mom. Shocking, to say the least. My jaw hit the floor. Watch to find out who gets married and who Stephen's mother is on Back in the Groove. The four-day event starts today with two new episodes streaming each day on Hulu. The finale airs Thursday. 
It's trivia time! The final season of the HBO series His Dark Materials premieres tonight. More on that in just a bit. Daphne Keene, who plays the main character Lyra, and James McAvoy, who plays Lord Azrael Balakwa, have both been featured in a different Supernatural franchise. Which one was it? Game of Thrones, X-Men, or The Avengers? Stick around for the answer. All right, folks, grab a drink and get ready to play. It's time for our number two pick today, the debut of Barmageddon. On the new series, celebrities head to Blake Shelton's bar Old Red in Nashville to play some not-so-average drinking games inspired by viral videos. It's hosted by Nikki Bella and executive produced by Carson Daly and Shelton and will feature celebrity guests including Gwen Stefani, Sheryl Crow, and Kane Brown. Here's a preview. Armageddon is our attempt to bring a little fun back into the American lifestyle. It's a show that's shot right here in Blake's Bar in Nashville. It's called Old Red. And so we decided to come in here with some friends and have a good time, play some games, have a laugh, listen to music. I mean, how would you describe Armageddon? As a blur. Yeah, it it's is. It's over the top. Oh! oh. Barmageddon Games begin! We got the one and only Nikki Bella to be at the helm, and who better? She'll body slam you if you don't listen to her. Carson and Blake asked me to be a part of the show, and of course it was an immediate yes. Let's do this! Barmageddon is a show where the celebrities you love give viral video sensations a shot at redemption. Serrano Peppers. We got some almond milk yeah. my boy over here. I love that. Let's give it up for Gwen Stefani! Oh. I'm doing it with Cheryl Crow. I'm such a fan of her. It's surreal, the whole thing. I'm, Blake is my husband. Like, And we're in this bar, and we're in Nashville, and we're playing games and having drinks, and it's so fun. Hell yeah! Who doesn't want to do Barmageddon? And then they told me how it was going to go down and how it worked. I was like, what have I got myself into? Well, games include cornhole using an air rifle and giant-sized beer pong with cups so big you have to stand on a balcony just to get the ball in below. Hope you're ready to leave a good tip and watch the premiere of Barmageddon debuting tonight at 11 on USA. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Our number one pick is coming up. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. 
This week in entertainment history, 15 years ago in 2007, the instant classic Juno was released. Written by Diablo Cody, it starred Elliot Page as Juno, a teen whose life becomes complicated when she gets pregnant, but then gets close with the prospective adoptive father, played by Jason Bateman. Cody won the Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay, and in 2010, EW named Juno one of the 100 greatest characters of the last 20 years. Jacob Hopkins, who you might know from his roles on True Blood and The Goldbergs, voices Fushi in the animated series To Your Eternity, which is currently streaming on Crunchyroll and soon on HBO Max. With all that TV work under his belt, we of course had to ask him, what you watching? I am currently watching Game of Thrones for the very first time, so no spoilers. I'm like a huge fantasy fan, so I, I love all medieval themed media like, you know, Lord of the Rings, Legend of Zelda, and what I love about Game of Thrones is how incredible the cinematography is. I mean, the acting is superb. The character development, the, the story arcs that happen are amazing. And if you want to watch a show that's on par with like the aesthetics of insanely high-budget movies, if you want to watch one of the greatest tales of good versus evil ever told, this is definitely the show for you. War is waging on our number one pick today, the season premiere of His Dark Materials. The final season of the HBO series, adapted from the book series, will focus on James McAvoy's Lord Asriel and his penchant for war. He set up a Republic of Heaven that he deems as freedom from the totalitarian grip of the authority in the multiverse. Lyra, played by Daphne Keene, is known to bring about great change in the multiverse, and we'll be seeing the full depth of her powers in the upcoming episodes. Here's a preview. from every world, even the heavens above. The real war is coming. And I would risk everything to ensure victory. What are you willing to risk? Father President, the time has come. The child is with her mother. Bring them to me. Dead or alive. It would be an honor. The last thing my dad asked me to do was take the knife to Azrael. First, we need to go to the land of the dead. Can't bring people back from the dead. We have to try. What if we don't come back? Then we will have died doing something important. Azrael, our daughter is in danger. The Magisterium want her dead. Do you know who they say she is? If the prophecy is true, she will achieve something far beyond your rebellion. Do not fail her. Something changed. Everything was in balance. But now the world is dying. Our lives are entwined. It hurts when we're apart. The greatest love. 
is the one that you can't live without. The one that you're prepared to die for. We're in this together. No turning back. The authority wants you to be afraid of but the authority has no power over us. Today, we are free! Hope will spark in darkness. Well, Asriel will be traveling across many worlds to recruit his army, which includes rebel angels, witches, and a new species from the books, the Galavespians, which look like fairy-sized humans that ride around on butterflies and dragonflies. This season is one that fans have been very much looking forward to, and now the wait is over. You can check out the season premiere of His Dark Materials tonight at 9 on HBO. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. His Dark Materials stars Daphne Keene and James McAvoy have both been featured in which supernatural franchise? Game of Thrones, X-Men, or the Avengers? They are certainly a marvelous group of mutants. It's the X-Men. Keen played Wolverine's daughter in the film Logan, and McAvoy played young Professor Xavier in the X-Men series of films. Although their paths never actually cross on screen, they have both worked with Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart in these films. That is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day. Today's episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep, edited by Sammy Junio, produced by Ashley Boucher, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson. What to Watch.